afternoon good afternoon everyone and welcome to ahead of the crypto curve where we are creating satoshi millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen that means you i am your host naja roberts and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery i don't just do this show to change the way you think about money but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters today is february excuse me today is friday June 7th, 2023, and what an incredible day it is. Boy, I got to tell you why I said February, because it is absolutely hot. And I was thinking, man, February was cold, but today it is hot. But today is July the 7th, 2023. And we have several cryptocurrency cryptopians who have birthdays today. And I want to take the time to say happy birthday to Jasper Muhammad of Camden, New Jersey. Happy birthday to Dr. Shalair Armstrong from Boston, Massachusetts. Happy birthday to Tabitha Jones of Jacksonville, Florida. And happy birthday to Carlos Hughes of Monroe, Louisiana. To each and every one of you, I hope your day is filled with all the love, joy, peace, and happiness you deserve on this day, July the 7th. So ladies and gentlemen, as I sit here today, I am just absolutely honored first and foremost to be before you talking to you, uh, having researched some information, some things that you need to know. There's some incredible information that I'm going to disseminate today. Uh, Some warnings of some more crypto business that we need to know. And so I need to share with my community ASAP so we can get off here today after listening to all the fabulous radio show hosts. Make sure we get to our commute computers and make the changes that we need to make because there are some things that are upon us. Uh, but before we get into that, I am going to do my cryptocurrency quote. And I decided to do a quote on hope because I am looking at some of the things that are coming out of our government, coming out of our different three and four letter uh, organizations. And I am telling you all that we are in the right place at the right time doing the right things. And so this quote actually comes from our phenomenal president, Uh, Barack Obama and I am just going to share this quote and it just seems that these quotes are just digging deep even though they're not talking about money specifically they're talking about the conditions and we really need to pay attention because there are things ladies and gentlemen that are being placed in our face in our space and we've got to do a really good job at remaining optimistic about the future and about things that are going on. And this quote says, hope is not blind optimism. It is not ignoring the enormity of the task ahead or the roadblocks that stand in our path. It's not sitting on the sidelines or shrinking from a fight. Hope is that thing inside us that insists 
despite all the evidence to the contrary, that something better awaits us if we have the courage to reach for it and to work for it and to fight for it. And again, hope is not blind optimism. It is not ignored for the enormity of the death. It's not sitting on the sidelines or shrinking from the fight. Hope is the thing inside of us that insists, despite of all the evidence to the contrary, that something better awaits us if we have the courage to reach for it, to work for it, and to fight for it. President Barack Obama. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as we listen today, I want you all to not have blind optimism because what we need in our community, in our household, in our lives has to do with financial freedom. And we have to know, we just have to know that better things await us. Even if you have it good, ladies and gentlemen, better thing awaits our community, our friends, our family, our nieces, our nephews, everyone around us. And we have to have the courage to reach for it, to work for it, and to fight for it. And I am letting you know that I am here to help you fight for it. It is our time with this economic freedom. It's time for us to have a piece of the pie. If you've been at any of the events that I do, I have this term where I say it's our turn. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our turn. And I am so super excited to be bringing information that really indicates and points towards the fact that it is our turn, not just here in the United States, but all around this world. It is our turn and we have to be diligent and we have to be be precise. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation because I think there's some things that you have been missing and I'm going to share them with you. And we're going to talk about our warning sign for one of our exchanges and uh, make some moves in the next 24 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a, moment. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward. So as we move into this segment of the show, I just want to really say that, you know, there are things that happen to me on the daily that really let me know that I'm in the right place at the right time, giving our community the right direction. And I was just referred to in the last hour as the queen of crypto at a funeral I was actually at. And, you know, I was listening to them talk about uh, the beloved mother of a friend of mine and how she was leading our community, how she was mentoring our community and the legacy that she left. And the, and the pastor said, what is your legacy? What are you going to leave? What are you contributing to the community? And so I'd like to say that I am contributing and imparting information, things that people probably would never hear had not they tuned in to KBLA Talk 1580. And I have said in the past that as we watch the news, I implore us to move from watching the local news and I know we have to know the local news and everything that's going on but you need to look at the national news you need to really pay attention and again start asking yourself why they're saying different things that they're saying and last night I discovered some really incredible information and it really was almost I don't even want to say scary to me but I was paying attention because 
I know, and I've said this before, that distractions are out there and everything that we get engulfed in really, in my opinion, is a distraction to the real thing that you need to be paying attention to. And so as I was researching for the show, I was just seeing distraction after distraction after distraction. And the global global elites are really doing very well at that. And I really kind of traced the real distraction back to about two weeks ago when this thing was going on with the Titanic. Now, I heard that some billionaire and his son and a couple of other people, I don't even know who was on this uh, watercraft or submarine that was down looking at the Titanic. But I just remember passing by every uh, TV or every person I was passing by or looking at, they were having a conversation about this Titanic. And um, I really realize right now in hindsight, you know, they say hindsight is 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, I really feel like we were being distracted. There were so many things that were going on during that time that we actually missed. And it wasn't for me because I was watching uh, the Titanic saga and the things that were going on and and again I definitely uh give my respect to the families and I'm not saying saying that you know the search parties and things of that sort should not have gone on but I found out that they knew well before before they actually announced it that you know those individuals were had actually succumbed to the actual submarine and so then that made me ask the question why did they keep going for so very long if the navy knew that the uh, submarine had imploded and so i started to really try to dig and find out what was actually going on during that time and ladies and gentlemen i found that we were being distracted and of course all of the distractions are by design. And so if you just take a good look at a magician, for those of you that may say, nah, I don't think we were distracted. But if you look at a good musician, magician, somebody who really does good tricks, you will focus on whatever it is they're having you focus on and you're being distracted while they apply the actual trick. And they get good, really good good at it and so the elites have learned how to do that in my opinion with the mainstream media and they've been working really hard to do that same thing to really distract us so we don't really realize what is actually going on and uh, the fact that they have right now and I'm talking about the global elites have some monetary fears and yes they fear us those of us that are free thinkers and so they fear us and I'm really going to just break down what happened while some of you were distracted by the submarine so and this is real stuff this is stuff you need to know about and so um this phenomenal trick that they did I actually didn't know a few of these things were taking place uh, because it wasn't in mainstream, because everything that we were looking at, if we turned on just the regular everyday news, had to do with this submarine. And so don't worry, 
I got your back if you need to learn how to play this game of money because this is really a game of money and any and everything that I'm talking to you about today can be traced back to how they're trying to control the money but they've got to control the people in order to control the money and disseminate the right information so I'm going to walk you through uh, through this together so let's really dive deep right now and let's just figure out what lens you should have been looking at or through while the world was looking at this submarine in this case now i was wondering why so much coverage was being put on the submarine and i i have to admit i may have gotten it a little bit wrong i thought it was because a lot of times they try to portray people that have money or that people are people who 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 have arrived kind of as the bad person and i don't want to say that that was the real narrative that they were putting out for the bill that was aboard this submarine that was going around looking at the Titanic but it did uh, a couple of times I did hear them say things um, you know that if of course Pete if they didn't have this much money they wouldn't be on this adventure and they wouldn't be dead right and so I was saying to myself you know I think some of this that they're saying is about their ability to want people to just be normal so they don't take these type of excursions now me I wouldn't have took the excursion I love water but my sinuses don't allow me to even go uh, scuba diving so I don't think I would be going in the submarine but that's another story but I was listening Listening kind of to the narratives and I think that in my opinion I felt like they were scaring people away from having the type of money where you could actually afford to spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to get down in a submarine now I would love that type of money because there's so many things that I would do with and for my community other than going on a submarine or even going to the moon because I really don't care that much to do that but in that same respect I will be honest and think I got a few of those things wrong because our country is really biased and what they want to do is really grow and protect themselves but we want to grow and protect our wealth and we want to build this personal sovereignty and we want to make sure that we're not affected by all the things that are going on and so we're just going to continue to get this information now our country is big at saying that there is false news out there and that they're sharing bias there's sharing biases and uh they point fingers and tell people what they can say they censor different individuals and there's a lot of fact checking that needs to go on that hasn't gone on in the right spaces now fake news is fake news and i don't deny that it is but unfortunately it's dangerous to our democracy all the all the right uh what we call so-called right type of channels um have there a group of channels ladies and gentlemen that actually reach out and touch 50 percent of the population right here in the united states and so they're talking about watching who you listen to for fake news for small news outlets small podcasts small radio shows such as mine and i think that they're doing a bigger and better job actually at programming us and letting us know 
uh, what they want us to believe and what they want us to do and the agenda that they're trying to push forward because the big conglomerates across this United States like CBS, ABC and Fox, they reach more homes than I ever could. But what they say is that these independent news sources are a threat to democracy because these independent people like me on these small platforms might use their own personal biases and agenda to control the people. And I don't think so. I think it's them. But as I started to dig to find out what things actually happened while the submarine was being broadcast on every station all day, every day. And what I found out was that J.P. Morgan, or I guess I should say, did you know that J.P. Morgan and the Jeffrey Epstein emails were actually released? Did you know? And and not that that matters to a lot of people, but again, J.P. Morgan has to do with money, y'all. And Jeffrey Epstein emails, they have to do with some other things, but, you know, it goes to political power. But you probably didn't know is that J.P. Morgan actually deleted 47 million emails mistakenly. Now, these, of course, are emails that, had to do with a lot of financial situations. It was tied back to a lot of powerful individuals that had monies and different things in the financial space. Now, this doesn't mean much to us at first glance, but it does when it comes to the fact that families that want to maintain the wealth where their emails were deleted in this 47 million emails that went out, which saved people from getting indicted, which means they keep their wealth. It saves them from just all sorts of turmoil and lawsuits and things of that sort. And for these emails to be mistakenly deleted, it really, really opens our eyes and ears to find out why the multiple investigations and probes that are going on are going to be stifled because they no longer have these emails. And in there, it was some cases where folks are missing money. People are missing money from their accounts and they're trying to uh, get those ca- those cases settled. But in those 47 million emails mistakenly erased or deleted, um, you know, it leaves those people in turmoil. And what I found out that there were several African-Americans who had lawsuits uh, going at that time. And so. Anyway, so that's just one of the things that was happening. And what I didn't know is that President Biden, they actually had papers for impeachment that went on during those times. And again, I really support those who support us, but I was just shocked to know that there was impeachment going on during this time that was never plastered over the television so that we can understand why it was being done and what was actually going on. But I'm finding out now. And I didn't know that the Pentagon actually fact figured and sent almost six and a half billion missing dollars to Ukraine. And so that happened again during the submarine. And so we're talking about money, people, economics, things that move the world. Money moves everything. Money makes people move and money moves everything. And six 
that is a whole lot of money to get sent accidentally or I should say missing to Ukraine because it was missing. But that happened during that time. And one of the biggest things that I've always been talking to you all about is self-sovereignty with money, but also self-sovereignty with food. And some of you do know that the USDA approved the sale of lab-grown meats from two companies backed by Bill Gates. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, how did this come about? How do we get distracted with this? Now, as we talk about money, we talk about food self-sovereignty. We talk about food shortages. We know that Bill Gates has stated that we need to do some elimination of uh, folks on the planet Earth. And so the fact that the USDA approved the sale of his lab-grown meats, you need to be really careful about what you're eating just all the way around. And so this is something, again, that was actually covered up by the fact that this submarine saga was going on. And so the who's the one actually, I won't even say that they're giving us misinformation because they're just not really putting the important things out that really affect us. And I know that you all know that our health is one of the greatest parts of our wealth. So if we have a bunch of money, but we're sick, it's not going to help us one iota. It's not going to help our family either because we're going to spend millions of dollars in our late in our later years trying to make sure that we're back healthy, taking medications, running back and forth to these doctor's appointments, paying these co-pays, paying exorbitant amounts for medication. It's just a lot of things that we're affected by. And I would say that this USDA approval of this sale of lab-grown meats is a step in the direction to steal our wealth from us because we're going to be so sick because our bodies are not used to what they're going to be pushing out. And so these are some of the things that I want our community to start start paying more attention to. And when the TV is plastered by a particular thing, I want you to ask yourself, why is it? What's going on? Why are we watching this entire search being rolled out? Uh, and, and, and there's really no other good news being put out. And that is why. And of course, you all know, you know, there was some things going on with Hunter Biden and a laptop and all of those things. They actually all rolled out our uh, were brought out during that time. And so what I found is that during this propaganda, and I say propaganda, even though, again, there was loss of life. And again, I am very, my condolences to the family, but it made me really check on all of the things that I was uh, I had missed or that we had missed and really to just share with you all because it is important it's important moving forward as we get this propaganda we really understand how the media is set up and how the message is being disseminated and if I had an ability to really share with you all some of the uh, news outlets you will see that every single thing that they've been saying the last couple of months is scripted and they're from channel to channel to channel you can actually play it and the words that they all speak are verbatim it doesn't matter what channel you're looking at and I had an opportunity to look at a video that I mentioned a little bit earlier that was really really eerie it was really scary uh in my opinion and it was it was just really proving the fact that our media is not 
not giving us the information that we need to know. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we'll continue the conversation after news, sports, and traffic. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see. For KBLA Talk 1580. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we had our macro talk for the day. Uh, I got to get into our micro space in the cryptocurrency space because we've got to make sure that everyone is hearing and taking heed to the warning signs. So I'm going to say this because this has happened several times in the past. If you are on the Binance platform, you need to make a decision today to let it ride and possibly lose everything that you have. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. Or you can get into the Binance platform and remove your cryptocurrency. Why am I saying that? Because the Binance executives have started fleeing. They have started leaving Binance for personal reasons. We have seen this, or I have seen this, probably about 15 to 20 times. And when something like this starts to go awry, this is an indication it is a red fire truck running by saying that there is an emergency situation up ahead. The Binance chief strategy officer, Patrick Hillman, and vice president of compliance, Stephen Christie, confirmed that they are leaving today and they're in Asia and they're leaving the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange. So ladies and gentlemen, I probably own the smallest cryptocurrency exchange, but this is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges and they are fleeing from their company for one reason or another. And if it has to do with the vice president of compliance and the chief strategy officer, ladies and gentlemen, something is wrong. Whether they make it seem as though Binance is well and healthy or not, I would suggest to each and every one of you to custody your own coin. Now, a lot of you may be trading on the Binance platform and you may choose to leave it there, but just understand that you are rolling the dice. And again, with this happening so many times, uh, we see several executives leaving. In this case, uh, at Binance, uh, their general counsel is also quitting, not leaving for personal reasons he is quitting and he is walking off and so this is pretty serious thing and it's true um that we have confirmed this this isn't something that you have to go to snopes and take a look i have actually confirmed this before we talked about it today cz is saying that there is a turnover that there is turnover in every company and so what that signals to me is he's trying to keep everybody from running away from binance which is going to cause a crypto run i'm that's my word nobody uses that word probably yet but i'll probably go to some social media and see that somebody took it but just like a bank run when you find out a bank is in trouble and everybody runs to go and take their money out which is what is happening around this country and around the world and they're covering it up by printing more money well with bitcoin and things of that sort i won't say things of that sort because these other coins they can print as many as they want but with bitcoin you can't just go print more to cover up anything that you're trying to hide so what cz is trying to do and 
um, CZ is trying to keep everybody on the Binance platform, keep everybody calm. And he's just basically saying that turnover happens at every company. But um, he's saying that if we're dreaming up any news to talk about with Binance, we're absolutely wrong. His market is strong. His company is strong. His global environment for his crypto exchanges is perfect and that his crypto um, is still where it needs to be. He has the backing that he needs to be. He he has everyone's um, funds decent and in order. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this space is about self-sovereignty, owning your own coin and custodying your own coin. So if you're on the Binance platform for any other reason than um, just buying it and getting it off, I would suggest tonight or today immediately that you go to the Binance platform and remove your cryptocurrency off the exchange. You're not going to lose it. You just put it into your own wallet. And if Binance turns out to be okay, then you'll be okay. If Binance turns out to be a flop, then you'll be okay. But it's better to be safe than sorry. And again, we've seen this over and over and over again. And what I can say to you is if these people are giving up their six and seven figure incomes, ladies and gentlemen, there is something behind the scenes that now we're not being told about. And this has happened over and over and over again. But unfortunately for a lot of us, uh, we learned at the last minute. But now since research is being done to bring this show to you every single day, you all get it uh, hopefully before most of the rest of the world because you can get yours out if you have it there before there becomes a crypto run on the Binance platform. Now again, they may sustain. I told you all that I had some cryptocurrency that was locked in on Binance because it's on the regular Binance and not the Binance US. And I didn't do my due diligence. I wasn't reading my emails. I wasn't paying attention. And then when I was, it was too late and I had to be out of the country or a citizen of a, or dual citizen of another country in order to get my cryptocurrency. And so again, I use myself as a model. I thought Bit, uh, Binance being the biggest exchange would always pretty much be there. And so I said, well, I don't live out of the country yet. And so as soon as I do, I'll go and get my cryptocurrency from there and then I'll be OK. But now with this new news, I know that I stand to lose a whole lot of cryptocurrency on the exchange that requires me not to be a U.S. citizen. So what do I need to do? I need to take better uh, I need to take better control of what I'm going to do by way of dual citizen sooner than I would have anticipated doing so because of the fact that there's new information. And so I want to make sure that our community is always ahead and understanding that the actions that we uh, think right now are harmless or, oh, I can leave my cryptocurrency there. It's going to be okay. It's the biggest exchange, which is not really what I said. I just didn't have residents out of the country, but I know that I have to take or make extraordinary moves and or take extraordinary steps. If I want to save the three or four or $5,000 that I have sitting on the regular Binance platform, that is not for us residents. And so there may be 
be some of you that are listening today that are in that same situation. So what are we going to do? What are you going to do? I am going to seek out um, what I was waiting to do. I'm going to work a little bit uh, harder and stronger to see about grabbing that dual citizenship so that I can then move my cryptocurrencies, not Bitcoin. I didn't leave any Bitcoin over there, but I did leave a lot of alternative coins and I have really got to really hone down, buckle down and figure out what I want to do if I expect to have that $5,000 be left as a legacy to my children and my children's children because the fact of the matter is even though I am betting on bitcoin there are going to be some cryptocurrencies that fair uh that farewell and one of the cryptocurrencies that i have might just be it and since i bought it anyway and i've had it for over five years i need to really go in there and figure this thing out and so i'm sharing with you just like i'm sharing with myself that when there are uh new things on the horizon that we find out like this it is imperative that we take action and not wait around to see what's happening so when we come forward ladies and gentlemen we are going to jump into some cryptocurrency some more cryptocurrency information we're going to do our market report this is kbla talk 1580. now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with naja roberts on kbla talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. Let's go at our mar- with our market update. And we have Bitcoin right now trading at $30,255. It is up in the last hour at 0.16%. It is down in the last 24 hours, 0.06%. And in the last seven days, it's down 0.51%. Ethereum is trading at $1,864. It is up in the last hour, 0.05%. In the last 24 hours, it is down 0.97%. And in the last seven days, Ethereum is down 3.30%. Now, as I look at all the other cryptocurrencies, I'm just kind of peeking at where we are with some of the meme coins and some of the things that people are buying and they're red all the way across. There's just a lot of indications, ladies and gentlemen, that this is not the time to really be playing or rolling the dice in this space. I think if we I know some people feel no matter what we do, we're rolling the dice. But I really feel as though there is more stability in buying and purchasing Bitcoin for myself. And so uh, as I look at these coins, as I go through coin market cap, I'm really troubled that a lot of our community has decided to really roll the dice with these other cryptocurrencies because they're not doing so well, not as well as they should, especially with the fact that you've got to pay taxes and all those things. And for those that are trading, um, it's just a lot of different nuances that are happening right now in the cryptocurrency space. And we've really got to be careful. So I'm just going to say right now to each and every one of you that have been listening and each and every one of you that have been buying. Bitcoin. I want to congratulate you. You've just survived the longest Bitcoin bear market ever. There's no formal definition for Bitcoin's bear market, of course, but that's something that shouldn't stop us from celebrating uh, I'll just say our stubbornness to know that Bitcoin is a new paradigm and it's been said that these 
bubbles that happen are all around us but bitcoin has not been privy to this uh to a bubble and i'm excited about that because it is mathematically impossible bear markets are definitely still part of the reality of the cryptocurrency space as well as the bitcoin space and we've been in a bear market because bitcoin has just been trading sideways and we're still relying a lot of us are still relying on the legacy financial definitions of the bull and bear markets to map out Bitcoin cycle. And that is a big error of yours. If you're doing that, if you think that Bitcoin right now is on a bull cycle, it's not. I think it's still in a bear market. And the reason why I say that is because I don't feel like we're going to be in a bull market until we're back up over 69,000. And still at that time, I won't be selling my Bitcoin. I told you I have strict instructions for my children do not sell big mama's house and do not sell big mama's bitcoin and so um the old ways that we used to dictate bear markets began when assets drop from about 20 percent from its high and then when they rise from about 20 percent of their local lows and so all of the other things that we have been involved in the stock the s p 500 all of those things should follow those rules but in the crypto cryptocurrency space specifically the bitcoin space ladies and gentlemen this is the longest in my opinion that we have been in a bear market and i want to congratulate you for holding on for staying steady for keeping the faith and not feeling as though um you know that you've lost any massive amounts of of money by not investing in other things and just hodling holding on for dear life h-o-d-l and i'm I'm just laughing because every time I say hodl right now, hold on for dear life, even though it's been a part of my vocabulary since about 2016, my husband is starting to tell everybody to hodl. Everything that they do, he's like, oh, they better hodl. And so we need to hold on for dear life. In fact, um, I'm just just thinking of an instance yesterday where we saw a gentleman holding on to a ponytail with no hair and my husband said oh he's hollering that's how I'm holding on to my bitcoin for dear life and so ladies and gentlemen um bitcoin has had just a little bit of a negative growth obviously and it's I'm not going to shy away from that I'm not going to say that it's not true uh but for the most part our records indicate again baby all right welcome forward welcome forward so i'm just gonna spill the beans ladies and gentlemen so you all know the dedication that goes into ahead of the crypto curve i literally uh sometimes when i have events and things that i have to do i'm out and about as you all know but today i happen to have had to go to a funeral in a city that is 105 degrees outside but my dedication to you and to this show was me sitting in the car and bringing this show to you live. And in that, my iPhone got so hot that it cut off. It's 110 degrees in this car. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you for rocking with me. And thank you for being the most intricate part of what I do. I just really feel that it's imperative, not that you get a lot of pre-recorded information, that you get it live, that you get it real, and that we keep it raw, and that we are safe in this space. And so for that, I ask that you all just forgive me sometimes 
when we're having technical difficulties. Just know that we're sometimes going through extreme measures to make sure that we're bringing you this information. And so with that, I'm just going to continue my conversation and say that Bitcoin, I feel, uh, we're in a bear market, and it's one of the longest bear markets that I've been involved in, and it's actually been the most fulfilling bear market that I've been in because I've been able to bring a lot of other additional individuals along with me to just do the daily dollar cost averaging and not really doing a whole lot of trying to put massive amounts of Bitcoin into um, a massive amounts of money into the Bitcoin space, but doing a little by a little by a little by a little. And so, ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to thank you for rocking with me here on ahead of the crypto curve. And um, we are going to give our update uh, really quickly as things begin to evolve, as regulation begins to evolve, so that we all just continue to know that we are working on all fronts to ensure that you have the greatest information. I am talking to uh, the uh, Black Wall Street community, or the workers and the individuals the team there at the Black Wall Street Wallet, and they are on the phone daily with Prime Trust trying to figure out when the administrators are going to allow them to release the funds from the Black Wall Street Wallet. That being said, for those of you that are waiting to put it on your ledger, I am still holding true to what I stated as soon as that those funds are made available for you all to take out. I will definitely be helping you make those moves. And we're going to do it, uh, probably do a Zoom, but we're also going to do it there in person in Eaglewood. And so I just want you to rest assured that we're that they're on top of it and I'm on top of them to ensure that we're getting uh, the, the right information in the upper hand. Because the day that they do the release, I want to make sure that my listeners are on top to get that information. So that is what I wanted to say to you all today about that. And again, please do not sleep on Binance. Do not allow these executives walking off the job and talking about they're taking a leave of absence for personal business to seem as though it's just something customary or that it's no big deal. This is a big deal. And if you're on the Binance platform or if you're planning on buying any Bitcoin or if you have automatic withdrawals or anything like that, set up on Binance, I would just suggest you go somewhere else until you find out that Binance is actually safe. I would suggest you go ahead and remove your Bitcoin as soon as possible. If you miss any part of this particular broadcast, please feel free to go back and listen. It should be up for you to listen to on KBLA1580.com probably in the next 48 hours. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for rocking with me here on ahead of the crypto curve as I sit in the car now with the air conditioner, and I know you all can hear that uh, in 106 degree heat has gone down a little bit. And just say thank you for your diligence and tuning in. And I just want to say that we are going to continue to create Satoshi Millionaires as we make way for the DL Hughley Show, one family at a time, one Satoshi at a time, one Bitcoin at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.